Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey, hey guys, welcome to episode six from the Abundance Hub. My name is Jess Shembury and I'm so happy you are back and welcome if this is the first episode of my podcast that you are listening to. I am relatively fresh to the game of podcasts, as you can see by this only being episode number six, but I'm so, so excited that you're here. I can't thank you enough. And I'm really, really pumped for the topic that I have chosen to talk about today. I am going to start off by letting you guys know that last week's podcast was definitely more about storytelling. It was definitely much more um, along the, well, it was a parenting podcast last week. So this week I'm kind of switching up the game and this is for absolutely anyone and everyone, anyone and everyone. So men, women, um, parents, non-parents, business owners, non-business owners, I think anyone listening to this should get something out of it. And I heard a really, really cool little snippet from Gary V the other day and um, he touched on something that has been a huge, a huge game changer for me. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to actually expand on this because this is a topic that needs talking about and it needs expanding on. So he was talking about the biggest reason that people are unhappy. And I was like, well, yeah, there's so many reasons. How can you pinpoint it? But the biggest reason people are unhappy these days is because people care too much about what others think. And I was just like, wow, holy moly, I nearly said mother effer, but yeah, holy moly, because I'm trying not to swear too much. Um, but it's it's incredible to think that the reason people are unhappy in this life, and, and to be honest, it's true, guys, like if you start to think about what leads you to become unhappy, a lot of the time it's got to do with outward things rather than with inward things. So the biggest reason people are unhappy is purely just because they're caring too much about what other people think instead of going inward and figuring out what they really want from their life. So I thought it was worth expanding on this because I think there are so many people, uh, you are probably one of them that can relate, but so many people just don't feel fulfilled, just don't feel like they're living their life to their be- to the best of their ability. They might feel as though like they're not unhappy in the point of like depression, um, there's nothing worth living for unhappy, but at the same time, they're waking up, they're going through the motions, they're going to work, they're coming home, they're making dinner, they're going to bed, they're doing it all, all over again the next day. The issue with this is that it tends to lead to a really unfulfilling life. And we value the opinions of other people. 
So for example, and, and this is something that I'll, I will touch on this a lot guys. And I'm always kind of giving disclaimers along the way. One of the reasons I'm doing this is because to be honest, my parents are probably listening to this podcast and so are my family members and friends. And so I'm never here in any way, shape or form to offend anybody or to get any kind of silly ideas in any of your heads around blame, shame and justify. But a lot of people do value what their mom, their dad, their parents, their siblings, their partners, their spouses, their husbands, their wives, their friends, their colleagues. A lot of people really value what other people think about them. If you can relate, I would love to know. Send me a message. Tell me what you thought. Um, I know that especially in my younger years, I used to value what other people thought a lot. So I would say things to my parents like, oh, I'm thinking of doing this. What do you think? Um, My ex-partner before I met my hubby, same thing. I want to do this. So what do you think of my photos? I used to be a fashion photographer. So it was like, what do you think of my photos? Do you think it's good? And he would be like, yeah, it's fine. It's really nice. Great, Jess. Like whatever he would say. To be honest, it was never the response I wanted. Same often with my parents. So, you know, I remember um, thinking I wanted to do something when I was younger. I, I really wanted to be a painter. And I remember mum saying to me one day, well, I don't know. I just don't think painters really like are ever successful until they die. And I'm not ever going to blame my mum for the decisions I made. But at the same time, I definitely valued what she thought enough to change paths and to go down a different path. Now, in the long term, the truth of the matter is I can be a painter at any time I want. I can do what I want and I can never blame anyone else for the decisions I made. But at the time, I cared too much about what other people thought. And so I made decisions based on what other people thought instead of making decisions based on what I wanted to do. Now, a lot of the time when that happens, we literally do that because our self-worth is really low. We literally do that because instead of sticking to our guns, we get self-doubt come into our head and we go, oh, maybe they're right. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Or we expect a result. So for example, when I had become a fashion photographer and thank you, mum, because I loved that career so much, but you know, I'd wait for my partner to give me feedback on what he thought, but I can be honest with you. And I'm fairly sure he will never listen to this podcast. Doesn't matter if he does anyway, but the only reason I wanted him to give me his thoughts was because I needed validation. And the reason I needed validation was because I didn't feel good in myself. Whereas as years went on, I couldn't have cared less what anyone else thought about my photos because my self-worth grew, my self-belief grew. I was validated through the fact that, you know, my, my work had been published in magazines like Harper's Bazaar and Vogue. And, and so I needed less and less validation from the people around me. I know that uh, I'm probably sure that my parents probably looked at some of my photography work and thought, geez, they're paying her to create that. Like some of it was a bit outlandish and some of it wasn't uh, what they would expect a photographer to create. But the thing was, is that I was able to develop at quite a young age, this resilience to not caring what other people thought. And what I found is that when I did that, I was able to shine so much more. And so I feel like this this could relate to me in so many ways. And I know that when I was a photographer, I had a really thick skin and I was really firm 
in the fact that I, I really did think I was doing a good job and I really didn't need too much validation. But then over the years, I definitely got back into states where I valued so much what other people thought that I stopped doing the things I wanted to do, or I didn't do the things I wanted to do with enough authenticity or with enough gusto or whatever it may have been, because I was so worried about what other people thought. And as a result of worrying what other people thought or valuing the opinions of others too much, it stifled my activity, it stifled my creativity, and it stopped me from doing things I truly wanted to do to it to their full capacity. And in turn, that's right, in turn, it made me unhappy. So at the beginning there, guys, I said the biggest reason people are unhappy is because they care too much about what other people think. And if you're not nodding your head right now going, F yes, that's true, then I need to repeat it. But I'm sure, so skip back like 30 seconds and listen to that again. But the biggest reason people are unhappy is because people care too much about what other people think. And if you're not going mind blown, holy crap, I have been wasting my life in this stupid state. Well, congratulations to you. And I'm sure you have a thriving, successful business life, everything you want in the world. But if you don't, then there might be a chance that you're worrying about what someone else is thinking instead of just going out and doing what you need to do. So with this being said, guys, I can give you another example of how this played out for me a few years ago. So after I was a fashion photographer, I became a mum. And after I had Scarlett, which was seven years ago, I decided that I didn't really want to do photography anymore. I loved it so much, but it was a very clicky, um, social kind of career. So everything was word of mouth. And it was definitely one of those careers where I was like, if I'm, if I'm a frumpy mom, I can't go out there and be cool and be a fashion photographer. So what I did is I changed careers and I got really passionate about health and wellness. And I started my little old Instagram, which funnily enough was called MILF in training. So that was not standing for your typical MILF. Um, I won't say it because I'm trying to keep this kid friendly, but it was standing for motivation, inspiration, lifestyle, and fitness. And it was all about me coming back and getting my, you know, my pre-baby body back. And that's how my Instagram grew. And then I ended up changing it to my own name. But I remember when I started that, and I remember someone who I did really respect at the time saying, oh, I don't know if that name's right. I just think like people might take offense to it. And it nearly stopped me from doing it. But you know what? I loved it. I thought it was funny. And I I do have a weird sense of humor, but I thought it was good. (laughs) Um, And I wanted to be one of those MILFs. I wanted to be a motivated, inspired, (laughs) um, lifestyle and fitness mama who looked hot and who was healthy and fit and active and, and didn't become, you know, the frumpy mom. And so that was my gig and I stuck to it. Um, years later, yes, I will admit I got some undesirable followers as a result. Um, I looked into analytics and I was like, wow, a lot of my followers are men and I don't really, I don't know why. And then I thought maybe a name change is in order. So that's a story I wasn't expecting to tell today, but, um, but I had decided to not worry what people thought at that point. But then a few years later, I was studying to be a PT and I was, you know, I had eBooks out on the market. I was selling health and wellness eBooks and I was struggling with my earning capacity at that point in time. And so I went down the road of 
deciding to do a network marketing business. And again, it was one of those stages where the idea sounded good and the people that I was being surrounded by were really successful and they were they were really offering me something cool in terms of all of the systems and support and everything that it was, you know, that, that was available. But for minutes there throughout the decision-making process, I went back to what about what people are going to think? Fear of judgment, right? Like fear of judgment and fear of failure are the worst two things you have to deal with in life, you know? Um, again, I was able to push past it. So a lot of people might ask me, you know, I have, I've had a lot of different career choices. Now I finally feel that I'm in a place where I feel the most comfortable I've ever been. And it's not in fashion photography. It's not in personal training. It's not in health and wellness, and it's not in network marketing. Although I must tell you, I still love that community. And I absolutely love everything about the product and the people and the tribe and all of those things. But I feel my most comfortable in the space I am now, which is hosting retreats, hosting podcasts, one-on-one coaching with people and creating educational products that can help people live their best lives and be their best versions of themselves. My passion is really, really just to inspire people and to empower people and to, you know, really just tell and reassure people that you can have whatever the heck you want in this life if you're willing to go out and work for it. And if you surround yourself with the right people, no matter what career path you choose or whether you're a stay-at-home mama, you can have full abundance in your life in every which way you deserve it. And so my mission now is just to help people get to that point. And so creating a podcast for you guys is just one of those ways I add back to the community and I show you what I'm all about. And I give you a taste of what it would be like to work with me one-on-one or come to one of my retreats. But I feel now that I have gotten to a place where I am super, super comfortable and happy in, in what I've chosen to do. I have never, ever been more driven in my life. But I remember when I did network marketing um, and I remember so many times during my career as a network marketer. Now, let me point out to you, I, I went up, you know, up in the ranks really quickly. I hit the top level of the company quickly. I, I was earning, you know, five-figure-a-month incomes. I was doing all the things, so there was no reason for me to care what anyone else thought, right? Like there was no reason. There was a lot of money in my bank account. I was feeling fulfilled. I was loving it. I was super passionate about helping people, but I still had those days when I would go to post or I would go to share something and I would think, oh my gosh, what if someone thinks something bad? What if they think I'm annoying? Oh my gosh, what if they're judging me? I was, all I was doing was caring what other people thought. And it sounds ridiculous even coming out of my mouth. And I just, I can't believe that I let that stifle different parts of my life for so many years. And then I remember when I left or, well, when I kind of decided I didn't leave, but I I remember when I decided to divert and create my coaching business and my one-on-one stuff and build my new brand, The Abundance Hub. And I remember again, this fear creeping in, this fear of judgment, this worrying what other people would think. And guess what, guys, if I had at any point in time worried about what someone else thought about worrying about someone judging me, do you think I would be as happy as I am right now? Do you think I would be thriving? I'm the most confident at peace um, person I've ever been. I haven't been happier. I definitely do not have a perfect life. I have a lot of shit going on behind the scenes. I have family dramas and I have 
all the things that everyone else deals with, the the dirty nappies, the fights with hubby, the all the different things that we all have to go through. It's part of life. But at the same time, my abundance is growing every day. Things are attracting to me at a rate that I cannot explain to you. Like I literally, some days I cannot keep up with the amount of people that are connecting with me and contacting me because they want to know more about what I did and they want to know what the secret is. And they want to know like, this girl seems really effing happy. Like what's going on in her life? Tell me how I get some of it. And honestly, guys, it's all about not caring what other people think. Now, I'm super happy because I got out of my own way. I started living for me and for me only. So I stopped asking other people for permission. And I think this is something that we do a lot of because secretly, now this is this is a truth bomb coming up and this is something I feel like really does need to be said. And I know this because I've been there. So I used to ask for, for you know, maybe not permission, but I wanted approval. I wanted someone to go, oh my God, you're going to do that thing. Yeah, you should totally do that. No one's ever thought of that idea before. You're going to be a millionaire. Yeah, you should do that, Jess. That's what I wanted. I really just wanted someone to do that. But secretly, what I wanted more at some times in my past is I wanted someone to say, nah, don't you think there are already a ton of coaches out there? Don't you think there's already enough podcasts in the market? Don't you think there's enough health products you can sell? Don't you think there's heaps of PTs there already? And I was looking secretly, and this is a hard pill to swallow, but in some ways, when I was looking for outward approval, the reason I was looking for it is because I didn't want the approval. I wanted someone to say that kind of response, that response of, don't you think there's heaps of that already? Hasn't someone already done that? Because you know what that was? That was an out. That was a way to escape doing the work. It was a way to escape having to get out of my comfort zone. It was a way to escape growth. It was a way to escape risk. It was a way to escape everything I was scared of. And if my mother, father, brother, husband, friend, colleague, if anyone would give me an out, it just reconfirmed to me. Yeah, you see, they're right. You see, I told you so, Jess. I told you you weren't good enough to do this. I told you you should have just been happy with what you've got. Maybe you should have just been a stay-at-home mum because that would have been easier. No one could give you crap about just being a stay-at-home mum. But guess what, guys? I was not made to be a stay-at-home mum. All power to you if you are. And if that is what truly makes you 1000% happy and you own it, you don't care what anyone else thinks and you love every second of it, then I'm so proud of you. And go girl, go mama. But for me, I wasn't, but I felt like for so many years that there was judgment around that. I felt like I wasn't going to be successful. I felt like I didn't know how to own what I was good at. Um, and I really, honestly, I just, I felt, I felt like anyone giving me the, you know, the satisfaction of saying it probably won't work was good enough for me to quit. And how crazy is it? Because I'm sure you're sitting here listening to this going, Jess, that's crazy. You're really good at all that stuff and you you seem to be killing it. But the only reason I am killing it, guys, is because I finally stopped caring. I didn't care what anyone else thought. I didn't let those thoughts get into my own mind. I didn't let them reaffirm my fears and back me away from things I wanted to do. I got out of my own way. I started living for one person and one person only, and that was living for me. So, 
One thing that I want to kind of tap on here as well is that I think what people are always looking for when we're looking for an out or we're looking for something like that is when we hear these big success stories, we're like, see, but this happened to her or, you know, there's someone that's going to be messed up. There's someone um, that is going to try and hold you down. So you could have had a traumatic thing happen to you. Like I know people that have had, you know, physical sexual abuse in their childhood. I know people that have been cheated on. I know people that have had their money stolen from them. Actually, me being one of them, that's a, that's a story for another day. But we've all had some shit happen, right? Like we've all had something happen. Sorry, I know I just swore then and I tried to say I wouldn't. I'm getting hyped up. Today, I'm very fired up. This is business, so I love talking about it. But we all have something that's going to hold us back that can be a story that we can go, well, you know what? That happened to me. So I can't do, I can't be successful because I had this thing happen and I'm going to just hold on to that for the rest of my life. Or we can have people, people that hold us down. So events, things that mess us up in childhood or, you know, in our mid twenties or whenever it may be, we can have traumatic events that hold us down and we can have people that hold us down. Now, obviously we can't choose what happens to us or for us. We have to obviously just know how to get past any event any trauma, anything that something of adversity that happens, we can rise above it. But the people we surround ourselves with is extremely important. So if you feel like there are people around you, especially your parents, now I am definitely not saying stop talking to your parents, but if you feel like your parents, for example, are not approving of your decisions as an adult, I highly suggest you stop asking them for their opinion and you start focusing on some really great ways to communicate with them around positive things. So for me, I um I I don't ask my parents for opinion on business decisions because they aren't business owners and they're not living in the time I'm living in. So they don't understand how I can make money on social media. They don't understand how I can work from home in my pajamas and they don't understand why I post to social media and do stories and talk on a microphone and somehow this creates a huge abundance of income and an incredible lifestyle. They don't get it. Just like they didn't get network marketing, just like they probably didn't get PT. And that's perfectly fine because they're not there for me to ask advice to for the rest of my life. They were great at giving advice when I was little. They looked after me. They made sure I stayed alive all these years. They they gave me a food and home and love and all those things that they were good at. So from my perspective, my parents are there to celebrate life with. They're there to laugh with, to talk about the kids with, to be my sounding board, to give hugs to, to go to the beach with. They're not there to be asked opinions. And that's not because they're negative people. It's because I just don't need to ask certain people what they think about certain things in my life. So number one, I'm not telling you if you're surrounded by people that are pulling you down or you perceive they're pulling you down because the truth is no one can, only you can. But if you perceive them to be, then obviously if you still love them, then keep them around, just stop caring about what they think and stop asking them for their opinions. But second to that, start trying to find a group of people that are going to raise you up because the simple truth is guys, and the simple fact of life is that You can't be thinking good and bad at the same time. It's just like I said once, you can't be grateful and sad. Grateful, I think that's what I said. But you just can't. Like if you're if you are full of gratitude for life, you can't be crying 
tears of anything but happiness. Like you can't be like, oh, my life sucks, but I'm so grateful for everything. Like it just doesn't happen in the same breath. It doesn't happen in the same energy. So if you, you, if you acknowledge that you can't think good and bad at the same time, you can't be happy and sad at the same time, then all you need to do, if you understand the concept I've been talking about is you just need to decide, decide today that you're going to go and get it. You're going to go and get whatever the hell you want out of this beautiful life you've been given. Now, I think I said this before, maybe it was in the last podcast. I can't remember, but it's one I'm going to say again in case you haven't heard it. If you're sitting here listening to a podcast and you you have a phone and you have access to the internet, you probably have more to be grateful for than at least 50% of this whole world. You have more belongings at least, you have more abundance and you probably have clean, here I go getting hyped up, clean drinking water, right? So it is very, very easy to go and get what you want out of life. Now we have, we have the internet, we have YouTube, podcasts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have all these things at our beck and call. There is no way you can tell me that you can't go out there and achieve what you want out of this life. Like someone, someone living in our, in my dad's time, he only really had jobs to get. Like that was it. There was no internet. I think there was a phone in the car. If you were like a high executive and it had like that windy, windy cord on it. I remember it. Cause I think I spilled a thick shake on my dad's one and that was not good. I think it was there for like years and years, like this crusty milk from Macca's thick shake that we'd spilt on it. Um, but unless you were really high up, you probably didn't even have a phone unless you get home. So you can imagine that their opportunities in life were way more restricted than ours, right? But we, we have a decision. Okay. You're listening to a podcast. You're being told some cool information. You've got that decision to go, you know what? Effort. I'm going to decide today to go get it. I'm going to stop caring what anyone else thinks. I'm going to stop letting this BS belief that my husband thinks I'm going to fail, get in the way of what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop caring what the people on social media think. Do you think someone like Gary V, Oprah Winfrey, or any of the amazing people that you probably admire on social media ever cared what anyone else thought. Yes, internally they probably did, but externally, no, they just got out, they decided, and they went and got what they wanted. So I think the big thing that holds people back, especially in business, but also in happiness is that they feel like there's not enough room for everyone at the top. And I guarantee you guys that there is. So I remember years and years ago, um, one of my like I don't know who it was. I can't even remember who it was now, but I remember when we had like a shittier car and then someone else bought this better car. And I remember thinking, oh, look at them. Like I'm so excited and proud of them. Like, you know, I think so many people look at other people when they get nice stuff, like a nice house or a nice car. And they just like, oh my God, what a waste of money. Such an expensive car. I don't know why I'd buy that or, um, that house is too big. I remember actually someone saying that, what do you need all this room for when we moved into a five bedroom house with one baby? And I said, why not? Like we can afford it. So let us be happy. Like it just, people have this mentality of being um, jealous and unhappy for people because they've gone out and they've decided to just go get it and go get what they want. So what I want you guys to do is I want you to shift that up. So if you see someone now, I'll give you a really good example. This is a good story. And I feel like it's coming in at the right time. 
So when I was younger, I was about 18 or 19, I used to, I remember I would, because I think at that time I drove like a Mitsubishi Lancer and it was actually quite a cute little car. Um, I had my PPQs, my personalized plates, and I felt like I was pretty cool. But then I'd see like a young girl come next to me at the lights with like, and blonde, she'd probably be blonde, right? Like I think I had brown hair back then but she'd come next to me at the lights and she'd be in like the BMW convertible or the um, Range Rover or the Mercedes or, and I used to say in my head, oh, rich bitch, I wonder who bought that for you. That's exactly what I used to say. And I'm like, who were you, Jess? That's not a nice way to be. But I honestly did. I used to just think, you know what? Someone probably bought that for her. I bet you she didn't work hard for that. And sometimes that might've been true, but a lot of the time it probably wasn't. And now having abundance for myself and being in a a much better headspace, I'm able to be really proud of people when I see someone like come out of the hairdresser, for example, and they've just got beautiful hair, or you see someone down at the shops and they're just, they just look beautiful. Like they've dressed really nicely for the day, or you see someone in that amazing car that looks way too young to, to have earned enough money to have that car. I just go, wow, how cool is that? Like how beautiful is it to see someone just thriving, happy, and confident? How awesome is it for them that they got that car? Um, not, oh, I bet you they're in debt. Oh, I bet you someone bought that for them, which is what I used to say. Okay. That's because I had really shitty, um, beliefs around money and what money meant to me that's another podcast coming soon. (laughs) Um, but how much nicer is it to have this mentality of there's room for everyone here? Everyone can have abundance. That's my, that's my gig, right? But everyone can have exactly what they want and have happiness and whatever shape and form happiness comes to you. Obviously self-worth and happiness is very, very highly aligned guys. And so worrying what someone else thinks or living in a scarcity mentality where you think there isn't enough room for everyone at the top. I'm sure, don't worry guys, I'm sure when you've all got the money to buy the dream house, the dream car, the dream boat, the dream clothing and fly the private jet, I'm sure the economy will will match match up to what it is and the more greatness there is, the more private jets they'll make. So I know that sounds funny and you're probably like, Jess, you're really going overboard now, (laughs) but it's true guys. And so the difference is just what you choose to believe and knowing that we all have equal opportunity, knowing that it's not like the 1980s when you only had jobs to go to. You're either, you're either a business owner or a job or you had a job, right? And there was very few business owners. Back then there wasn't a lot of small business and most small businesses didn't thrive because they worked off word of mouth and There was no like social media. There was flyer drops, like letterbox drops in the local area for, you know, discount things. We now live in a world where we have all of this stuff available. We have so much available, in fact, that your opportunities are endless. And there is absolutely nothing stopping any of you from earning, you know, five figure months, from earning 10 figure months for, let's say six figure months. Um, there's nothing stopping anyone from earning the money they desire and to, from creating the happiness they desire, from having a moment of feeling so proud of yourself that you did what you wanted to do. And all of it, guys, the whole thing, it comes back to the message for today, which is 
the biggest reason people are unhappy is because they care too much about what other people think. They value people's opinions way too much. So my encouragement to you is you take some time to think about what if you were, what if you were to go and do something today that you've always wanted to do? It might be becoming a photographer or a PT or a network marketer or a coach like I was and is. (laughs) Um, It might be something completely different. It might be opening a kid's clothing line or it might be becoming the world's best barista or it might be learning how to make cocktails professionally. It might be teaching people how to ride horses really well. I do not know. I'm just like picking things out of my brain here. It might be making quote cards for a living. Whatever it is, number one, make sure you stop caring what anyone else thinks because it's your life, guys. It's your life to live and you need to go out there and live it for you. Your your children, your partner, everyone will be happier if you are happy. So if you're not happy, think about why. Ask yourself, what is it I've always wanted to do? If you don't know what it is, go and find a coach. Talk to me about my one-on-one stuff. Find someone who can help you figure out what it is the heck you want to do, number one. And then you need to start questioning, who's stopping me? Whose opinion is getting in my way? Because trust me, if those people, if they genuinely cared, loved about you, were your friends and family, and if they knew that their opinion was holding you back from greatness, they would be devastated. They would be absolutely devastated. So I'm not saying you need to, but if you feel you need to, it's time to have an adult conversation with someone and say, you know what? I know that you may not agree with what I'm going to do, but I need you to know that what I need right now is your love and support because I need to stop worrying what anyone else thinks. I need to put me number one and I need to go to work for me because my internal happiness is important. So go out and get it guys. Happy, happy. I was going to say Friday because that's the day I'm recording, but happy any day, happy afternoon. I hope you all have the best week ahead and I want to know how this has impacted you. So please share this rate and review this. I will love you forever. Of course, whether you do it or not. Um, So much love guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the abundance hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.